Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. And Nick, you look wonderful in that shirt. Uh, yeah, obviously the green screening has uh, has keyed out a lot of the, the fantastic greens on the shirt. But uh, yeah, it's a Hawaiian theme shirt, right, Chris? It, it is, right? Now, um, I do need to say one thing, right? Um, Mike, really tall Mike, designed a shirt. But unfortunately, I've been having a battle with UK customs um, who want two or three hundred percent the value of the shirt in tax which i'm just not willing to pay um so the battle continues with with customs um and it will obviously wear uh really tall mics um shirt when we do manage to get it from uh the devils at customs absolutely um so this does mean that we will be doing usdt te technical analysis right it does, yeah. In celebration, <laughs> as promised, I think we promised this at like what fifty thousand subscribers, right? That Nick would wear a Hawaiian shirt with my face all over it and do PA on uh, USDT. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, obviously, welcome to the show. This is hopefully will be a nice, chilled out, relaxing, you know, no strenuous bit of a joke stream nothing uh too crazy and uh if you do find it useful informative uh, at times maybe more entertaining hit the like button we really do appreciate that if you're not yet subscribed do go ahead and subscribe we really do appreciate that and of course you will be up to date with um you know everything that we do here you know several different videos uh, that we do every day um you may may not get a notification depending on youtube's mood of the day and otherwise you can obviously find everything on the channel page um and of course, in your subscription feeds, which would be pretty cool. So you won't miss an update and you'll stay well up to date with uh, everything that uh, is going on in the crypto space. Right, Chris? Yeah. I mean, can people actually hear me or does Nick need to do something with the volume on my mic? Um, yeah. Uh, Chris's volume seems a bit low. I can't see anything this side as to why it would be low. Chris, if you can just check your uh, XLR the slider's all good yeah nothing's nothing's changed with it can you hear me all right i mean too low uh i can try to reset it let me just uh check some of the settings i mean you heard me just fine earlier yeah yeah so um can hear him though uh okay maybe chris you'll just do a quick restart on the go xlr app and um mess around with your microphone and whilst you do that um i will jump us down into the markets to see exactly what's been going on right and uh i've just turned my volume way up um and uh, much quieter than nick okay um okay cool let's uh let you do that and then let's actually jump down here hopefully i've set this up correctly yeah we go cool right so market cap today let's actually take a look we've got a 2.59 trillion dollar market we um let me just quickly refresh that make sure it's definitely up to 2 2.58 um trillion dollars we've got 127 billion dollars in trading volume 42.2 percent bitcoin dominance with ethereum at 19.5 there are 14,523 cryptocurrencies that is a lot of cryptocurrencies so it's important that you do your own research there are of course influencers all across um you know facebook twitter instagram tiktok youtube etc right and you don't know what is necessarily being paid content what's not paid content now on this channel we'll 
quite happily tick that box that YouTube give us to say, yes, it's paid content. We'll tell you that it's paid content. Um, but sometimes not everybody will do that. And therefore, it's important that you do your own research. And even when we cover things, we urge you guys to do your own research. And in doing so, you're going to be able to identify those diamonds in the rough, those hidden gems, and avoid those rug pulls, those scam projects, and etc. Right. So um, there's a real substitute for it. I'm not a financial advisor. Chris is not a financial advisor. The best thing to do is just dive in, do some research, dig into the team, dig into the tech, understand what the project is about, and make a decision whether or not this is a project for you, right? Um, so by doing that, you're going to avoid a lot of the issues with the crypto space and obviously find and enjoy some of the things uh, that, you know, a small community of people will actually enjoy, right? Your high uh, percent gains on your portfolio are just one of many examples. I'm not going to go on and on about it. Um, just make sure you go ahead and do your own research. I, I cannot stress it enough. With 14,523 cryptocurrencies, it's an awful lot. Um, let's zoom on out here and take a look at these uh, cryptocurrencies, right? We've obviously endured a lot of blood that's been spilt into the streets recently. And, um, you know, it's important that we acknowledge that these are kind of natural corrections when you have such a over-leveraged market, okay? When the market is so heavily leveraged, it's going to affect pretty much every single coin in here, right? There are going to be the odd exception here and there. But for the most part, um, when there's huge leverage positions, the whales and the institutions are going to see this. They're going to short the market if those positions are long. And if those positions are um, shorting the market, then they'll go long and they'll basically uh, wipe all those retail investors out. And um, that's kind of what you've seen. $800 million worth of liquidations. It may be more now. I don't know. That's when I last checked. Um, you know, very, very significant amount of money uh, wiped out uh, from, you know, places like Robin Hood, eToro, places like that that offer you leverage uh, very, very easily. We obviously avoid things like that. And we make sure that uh, we don't use leverage. We buy, own the assets, and uh, you know we trade them accordingly, right? If we if the market is not in our favor, we'll just hold them until it is. Uh, and we have not overextended ourselves. We've only invested money that we're willing to lose, all that kind of good stuff and the usual stuff that you'll hear all over the place. Um, so with that being said, Bitcoin here did actually take a, a slight dip down to, I think, about 55K. We're half of uh, or 1% down, just short of it. Uh, today and but the rest of the market is kind of bouncing up after some interestingly low areas right so we have ethereum here at 4.5 solana's 6.5 cardano 1.8 xrp 2.6 polka dot three percent uh, avax at 3.8 litecoin 3.4 uh we've got crow 5.5 we've got uh, link 4.2 algorand's down four percent uh v chain's up four percent we've got stellar 6.8 Elrond. 16.4 doing well uh, again you can see that little rocket there moving off interesting areas are uh, on the horizon for e-gold i'm sure um we have 2.2 for hedera we've got five percent for one uh zilliqa two percent anchors down 1.4 fetch ai is up 1.9 uh, v4 3.2 uh singularity net uh, agix uh, 2.9 api 3 7.7 multivac 4% sdao or 1.4 dsla 3.2 silo 7.5% uh, shopex down 5.3 event finance up 8 evi down a half a percent no flare yet so overall you know the market's actually relatively green today um but i do think this is short-lived most of these coins are of course in the overbought area so i'm expecting a pullback to happen uh you know soon as well again following the abc kind of moves that we've been monitoring uh, recently on the channel there are of course a couple of exceptions things that are looking more impulsive such as elrond for example 
Um, so we do have to take all of those with a pinch of salt. Not all the cryptocurrencies are following the same trends, um, but the majority of them are on that same track. Um, Chris, anything else you want to add uh, to, you know, the general uh, kind of market feel? Uh, nothing to the market, but I was just going to say, mash up that like button if you'd like to see portfolio today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to go through uh, some fantastic things. So hit that like button uh, if we want to see that portfolio. And um, if you're not yet subscribed, do go ahead and subscribe. Tap that bell, select all notifications, and um, we'll make sure you won't miss another update, or at least we'll hope that YouTube will send you a notification, I should say. Um, right. Chris, do you want to get into that live chat, see what's going on? And um, yeah, let's see if we can answer a few questions before we get into any more. Yeah, while, while I'm doing that, just tell me if like my volume has sorted itself out. I mean, I take it you can hear me just fine. Nick, I right? can hear you perfectly fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't get any closer to the mic. I'll be eating. Um, okay, so... Um, How let's is get that, into... by the way? I just hide up my volume. Now it's like really loud <laughs> in my ears, but that might also help their side. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, okay, lots of people saying do a twirl, Nick, um, and asking if you were paid to wear that shirt. Yes, it's paid content. Um, and uh, you can see Chris's face all over it, right? Uh, I would stand up, but I think we've got a lot of room in here to, to do too much of a, a fashion show. And I also can't do the buttons up because, you know, well, I think Chris made this one on the cheap. <laughs> look, look, right. <laughs> it wasn't cheap, but... What I would say is it was a backup, right? Because uh, traditionally, I have a problem with customs. Whenever I get something imported, it always ends up at customs. But um, I've never had an experience like this where it's like two or three hundred percent more expensive than the actual item in the bag, which would be worthless to anyone apart from Nick and myself, really, with my face all over it. So um, an interesting conversation with customs and the delivery driver today. Um, I was so close to that shirt. <laughs> so a, frustrating. There's a couple of things. Changing the subject ever so slightly. Is Chris your boyfriend? Uh, I should hope not. That would be very wrong, wouldn't it, Chris? Well, yeah, that would, one, be, um, yeah, what, incest? That would be Incest, awful. yeah. We're brothers. We're, we're definitely not going that way. And my wife would not be happy about that. And I'm sure your Nor wife would wouldn't be happy either. Uh, so so <laughs> definitely not. Is it kid size? Um, I don't think so. It's definitely very big, and I'm a quite a tall guy, so not as tall as really tall Mike, though. He is a tall, tall man. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, yeah, nuts. Um, okay, right. So, what else have we got in here? Volume um, is low. Some people saying it's better. Um, it's just going to have to do, unfortunately. Sometimes when we go live, um, these sort of things kind of happen, right? And uh, we have been sort of online all day back-to-back -back meetings interviews list goes on right so uh guys i am banned or something because my wife is looking on her screen my old posts are not there on her screen i'm confused uh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, who's that <laughs> i can look at that that's ben ben is that at the top of the uh no it's about midway Okay, I'll, I'll look into it, but oh. we don't we haven't banned anyone as far as I know. No, well, we haven't banned anyone, no. no. Uh, that's just not our style to ban people, really. Um, yeah, I like freedom of speech and all that sort of stuff. As long as people aren't, um, you know, as long as people are respectful of one another, I'm all right. Um, 
the the way the background is moving on the shirt is pretty funky actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just admiring that it's like yeah so we've got the the blockchain globe in the background of the shirt that's a bit of a nice. mind uh it gets you it gets your head going a bit um but, 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 what did i see i saw a comment um the shirt is too loud <laughs> yeah who's the older brother what do you reckon yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. Have a guess. Have a guess. Um, There's about three years in it, right? So one of us will be offended. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Meta Hero is being shielded by our best friend, uh, BitBoy, today. Oh, is um, it? Yeah. Nice. Nick, Chris. <laughs> to, to be honest, I don't really care what that guy does. Um, life, yeah. Enough said. I don't want to get into yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, TA on dot, please. On dot. I'm guessing Nick is younger. Chris is a boomer. <laughs> Chris, Chris. Chris is older. Um, so, I am older. Yeah, he is older. I'm not going to lie. I'm the youngest of three. Um, okay, let's actually take a look at um, Oka dot. Yeah. Let's, um, that. Let me find the right screen. I always lose this, and uh, I'm not going to make the same mistake as I did earlier, Chris. I'm going to take everyone down to the desktop with me. Sounds like a plan, doesn't it? It does sound like a plan. It'd be good if you actually take people with you. <laughs> I made that mistake it. on with the Patreon members this morning. Uh, I did a whole segment on TA, and uh, I didn't share my screen at all, uh, which was, was unhelpful. But obviously, I'm taking you down with me this evening. So here we are. This is Polkadot Head with USDT, uh, weekly chart. Binance is the data source. So it isn't a huge amount of information here, but there's a certain amount that we can kind of go by. We often uh, can refer to the, the overall bull run trend. They're pretty much most altcoins, not all all but most are following a very similar pattern. Uh, this here being August, and this was basically the top of wave one. Uh, basically from March 2020, after the crash, we had a big push to the upside. This kind of topped out at around the August time. And then we started to go back down and slipping down into uh, a corrective move. Um, and this was towards the end of 2020. Now here for Polkadot, you can see uh, we pretty much finished this correction, this sideways trade um by the end of uh, december and then we went up here in a really strong way for what would be uh, when we take a look at something like cardano for example if i zoom on out uh, this here being your august kind of correction into the latter part of the year and then wave three pushes up uh, into a really strong move at the beginning of 2021 right and that is pretty much what this move here here is for um, for polkadot right and um, so what we can kind of acknowledge is that there is this kind of mythical if you will wave one with a wave two pullback a wave three pulling up and then a wave four pulling down and now we're into that fifth wave right and um, so what we're talking about here is cr trying to create these trends so we understand exactly what's going on now it's not impulsive move in the same way but we do know that there's an overall trend of the bull run right so it's not actually a one two three four five but we can use this to kind of get a visual good visualization of the overall trend uh, as it is following the same pattern the same trajectory as pretty much most altcoins following the very similar path okay so i will remove that now but we can understand that that's kind of the pattern that we're looking at for Polkadot. now we have got on here a trend-based fibonacci extension okay so this basically takes the low area of wave two uh, or the low area um pretty much after august uh the high area that was achieved up here um on the 10th of may around that kind of week there and then the pullback that we had down at this lower end here okay so after that kind of pullback from bitcoin pulling back from 65k to 28k right we take into consideration those three anchor points those three anchor points allow us to get a good view 
uh, as to where things might actually be going here with Polkadot. Now I'll just line that back up there so we can see that. Um, this actually shows us with a $203 Polkadot. Okay, that seems to be where it's kind of its, its trends are going, right? Um, but this is true like trend-based uh, fib extension where do we think the the true maximum is going to be based on these three anchor points and the trends of the bull run so far that would put it at about 200 dollars which isn't too bad and it would be a pretty significant push from the current position and current price you could take a look at that's about 394 percent okay pretty much a 4x maybe 5x uh, not not quite 5x i don't think but uh, a pretty good uh push to the upside right it's just short of that 5x and um, so again pretty much in line with the majority of the market with that kind of expectation right we can't be thinking at 20x uh or 100x at this point it's, it's just not going to happen and um, but we can be thinking about those 5x scenarios right and um, but again this is uh true top true potential we want to be more conservative so for that we actually jump down into our daily chart now the daily chart just looks at one trend right it takes the high area that we had in may and the low area that we had after bitcoin's original correction from 65k to 28k and um, when we take that into consideration that downward trend we can actually place the fibonacci retracement zones on here and actually use the 4.236 extension to show 177 dollars this is a more realistic area uh, that we think is more comfortable to a achieve but also b in order to get out of the market ahead of a potential bear market and um, so we often follow these Fibonacci areas, the 1.618, the 2.618, the 3.618, and the 4.236. We think these are very good key areas for the market. And we want to know, uh, we think that the market, along with um, Elliott Wave, resonates incredibly well with these levels. So we try to actually exit the market on specific coins around these levels as well. Okay, so we obviously have to acknowledge that there's a, a lot of things to kind of go on here, and we use these to our advantage. Okay, a lot we use don't use these in isolation. We don't use Elliott Wave in isolation either. Uh, we use them in conjunction with good support and resistance lines. We don't tend to rely too much on trend lines though. Um, they can be invalidated very very quickly. But what can we do? Well, we can take a look at what's been going on most recently with Polkadot. We do see a good pullback here. This big ABC, for example, right? This is a big ABC that also was following Bitcoin on the larger time frames. This was the kind of liquidation event. You can kind of see this thing coming uh, from a bit of a mile away, specifically once you finished wave A and you pushed up for wave B, you kind of knew that wave C was going to be coming in. And that was a good point to potentially be thinking about exiting. Now, when we actually take a look at this, you can see that we pushed right up to that 786 and we got the rejection, right? So we obviously had that pullback. And uh, basically now we're looking to continue this growth to the upside. We're trying to track to make sure that we don't go impulsive at any point as well because the last thing you want to do is actually go impulsive to the downside and have them much further to fall okay so it's important that we do acknowledge that there's a lot going on here i'm just going to quickly remove some of the noise so we don't have to over kind of watch it all but you can kind of see here uh, that we are still tracking the potential abc down a little bit lower and um, that's just formed inside here I don't necessarily think that's 100% guaranteed, but we'll leave it there for now to see exactly how that goes. We can see the stochastic RSI is incredibly oversold on our daily chart. Um, and again, that kind of flows through many of these other additional levels. Now, when we go to the A hourly here, you can see that kind of move, right? We can see that it was a good ABC here um, pulling down. Uh, and again, you know, this is always something that happens um, within these waves. There's waves within waves. So as we go down these timelines, you'll see additional moves. Uh, here we can see that we're inside this potential buy zone for uh, Polkadot. 
And we are looking to actually pull down a little bit lower um, and potentially buy up some Polkadot at a discounted rate. Here you can see that stochastic RSI is rising up a little bit. So we are expecting this to cool down a little bit and complete this C wave here. We um, on the channel with the Patreon members are looking at a potential buy in that area. Now, when we go down another level, we can take a look. We are overbought on our four hourly. So the expectation should be that we actually complete this ABC move to the downside and actually go into this area. Now, the same thing applies when we go into our our hourly view we're already in the overbought area pulling back down at the moment so we are looking to try to get this into a nice comfortable zone and there's no guarantee that we'll pull down all the way to this area but we are obviously mindful that the c wave should mirror the a wave uh, you know typically and um, so we are tracking that to the downside as well so we are expecting a bit of a pull back with uh, polka dot and um, before the market's really comfortable and ready to continue that push to the upside chris is there anything else that you want to add for polka dot the, you know, I covered uh, I covered Polkadot um, in a video earlier today, actually, with PayPal. Uh, you know, they're looking at layer one and layer two protocols at the moment uh, to support with their scaling um, infrastructure for, for crypto assets. So uh, Polkadot is one of the projects that's being looked at alongside Solana um, on uh, Ethereum and... What was the other one, Nick? Remind me, Solana, um, Algorand. That Algorand, was yeah. Sorry. So, um, out of those, I imagine that it'd be uh, Algorand that gets selected, but um, possibly Solana, just based on ownership of, um, you know, who's got the, the bulk of it being so centralized. Um, it's a dark horse for me, but um, yeah, apart from that, nothing to really add on um, on Polkadot, but. Uh, yeah, solid project going for quality over quantity. Uh, and I think that's the right way to go uh, for a project like Polkadot. So excited about everything that's happening there. Perfect. Right. So um, with all that, shall we get into the portfolio and, um, you know, talk about, you know, USDT a bit? Yeah, let's get into your portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> now, caveat, guys. This is going to be intended as a complete joke. Do not take any of it seriously. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> let's jump down into the portfolio. Okay, so here's the portfolio, right? And uh, we are using you know, the famous kind of coin stats. Uh, I think a lot of uh, different influencers across the space will use the same uh, program. You can put in whatever you want in here. So what we've got here is a, a, a subset of really poor performing coins uh, not doing my portfolio very good at all as you can see i've lost over 41.9 million dollars um by you know getting into these coins right so we have um you know the icp uh, i got into that one straight away and, and didn't do me very well dogecoin someone told me it was going to five dollars so i fomoed into that and that's not performed well shiba inu again it's, it's doing okay but it hasn't performed as well when i when i first got into it same with safe moon and uh again you know <laughs> squid game. yeah exactly i've got a huddle right and squid games i'm not sure if that's ever going to recover um but then when someone did tell me i should go into that one so i, I got into that uh, pretty potentially at the wrong moment in time as well um so the the best performing asset in my entire portfolio has to be said to be tether usdt is my best performing asset in my portfolio everything else that i've been fomoing into just hasn't worked out very well so if we actually dive into tether here we can see that we're actually in a profit by 21 
$1,969. You might be thinking, how is that even possible? It's a stable coin. Well, it stabilizes around, you know, one cent or a fraction of a cent lower or a fraction of a cent higher than the actual value itself, right? Um, so I put my average buy in here at 99.99 recurring. Um, so yeah, I've made a nice tidy little profit here with uh, with USDC. Uh, whereas if I actually go back a step here and we go into Dogecoin, for example, um, yeah, because I was told it was going to five dollars. I thought I'd go in pretty big with five million coins. I even know who told you that. Man. I know, right? But I have lost one point seven million dollars on Dogecoin alone. So it's important that we acknowledge what's going on uh, in the space, right? And yeah, unfortunately, I'll some tell, of these. I'll tell you now, Nick. You should have done your own research and not just FOMO'd in like everyone tells you to. <laughs> exactly right. I definitely should have done my own research. Uh, I would not have. Um, have FOMO'd into Dogecoin thinking it was going to five dollars as I had I done that I think where's one moon <laughs> I should have put one moon in um that you could have put bad. you could have put reef in you could have I bought that, put reef that in. Down. I almost put reef in to be fair um but yeah I did I, I refrained to be honest, I, reef, I stuck to shit coins like but the, reef would have been like the most realistic one you could have put into your shit portfolio <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, so yeah after I mean I've got 15 million in there uh I'm, I'm all right with that that's not too bad um but 41.9 uh down yeah it's, it's the accountant's not going to be happy with me the bank manager's going to be phoning um but that's not, actually... not, being, not, not being funny they probably think this is deliberate because like, you don't get any more stupid than this <laughs> exactly right <laughs> um so yeah so usdt i can't really do technical analysis but i can of course load it up and show you um, just how good of a cryptocurrency USDT is. I'm not sure if I can actually just bring this up to USD. Can I do that? I can. Check that out. Coinbase will give it to me. There you go. So we can see that we've been doing well, right? My average purchase value for USDT comes in at 99.9 recurring. And you can see that actually today is, uh, or yeah, this was today. We actually rode this thing all the way up here, right? We got to a, a nice area of one point. Uh, $1.01149, right? So again, I could have uh, exited and take my, taken my profits here just above $1 right now. Um, so my portfolio has done well only because of USDT. Uh, and we all know that that's, uh, you know, sketchy as hell sometimes as well, right? Um, so my portfolio has uh, has definitely seen better days. I mean, Safe Moon has uh, has not performed well, but you know, I've only lost 33 grand on that one. Um, whereas Squid Games, I've lost far too much. Dogecoin's probably up there, but I think I lost a fair amount with ICP. Yeah, um, 33.9 million dollars uh, was lost with uh, with ICP there. Um, Quite unfortunate really but uh yeah so so that's my portfolio and that's our usdt kind of analysis uh what do you think chris yeah i think that's like really awesome but i think you know between like reading between lines i think there's there's a lot to a lot of like hidden messages there that aren't so hidden do your own research don't fomo in when people tell you that these are fantastic projects and um we're seeing lots of these on the likes of tiktok and that sort of stuff so you know, do your research, make sure that you, you understand what it is that you're getting into um, and, and don't listen to, to influencers. And one thing that I am going to say is it doesn't matter if you've got a million followers, two million followers, 10,000 followers, 1,000 followers. Um, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Some of these people with huge followings um, get paid to, to FOMO people into some of these projects. Um, and, you know, technically, technically, they don't actually know very much about these these projects. They have big teams that basically, you know, 
write up sheets of what they should say uh, and sometimes even those um those sheets are, are not accurate in the information that they contain so you know, it's important that you do your own research it absolutely there's no substitute for it um otherwise you might end up with a portfolio like mine that would just be terrible <laughs> it really would be awful wouldn't like, it honestly like somebody with a portfolio like that that owns a business <laughs> might get banged up. <laughs> yeah, just, just purely because it looks so deliberate, right? Like, um, but no. Uh, all jokes aside, obviously, be careful of some of those honey honeypot schemes or scams, um, where you um, you invest but you can't um, actually sell. There's few of those going about at the moment, right? So. Uh, yeah, just just be careful with those sorts of things. Yeah, tax evasion. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and guys, on another note, though, you know, if you're not using CoinStats, you can use CoinStats to track your portfolio. Uh, you can, of course, use it to API into um, your, your wallets, uh, be that MetaMask, Trust Wallet, uh, Binance, uh, if that's where you're holding your coins, Coinbase, etc. It gives you a good way to kind of understand what's going on. But you can also add manual transactions, as I did. Uh, in this portfolio obviously you can add whatever you want in there doesn't have to be true at all so um yeah if you're not using something like coin stats to track your portfolio you might want to have a look at it and uh yeah therefore mm. have a little play around with your portfolios the the other sort of hidden message in there is that anybody can write up a portfolio on one of these systems and make out that's what they hold right i'm just going to put that out there because i don't believe half of the the people that are putting them up on their screens as to what they hold you know there's inaccuracies in uh you know when you've got a pool for ada and you're taking three to five percent off the top and you're saying you've got half a million ada but then you you know your pool's only got fifty thousand uh delegated to it um or pledged to it, it does make me wonder anyway just, yeah just, you know and your pool's only got you know a few million in there i'd expect it to have more but anyway enough said all right let's get back into the live chat chris let's see what's going on yeah um the people were like uh well paul's saying here i know why nick's wearing that shirt now he hasn't a penny left well I i'm uh crypto <laughs> rich and fiat poor chris that's what they exactly. say exactly and uh, you know he's decided not to button it up just because that's how how he wanted to wear it for the show just so everybody's quite clear <laughs> on that <laughs> um did nick get a haircut no he's wearing a colorful shirt <laughs> something's different <laughs> yeah something's different um should we sell it now it is funny that you should say that right because eventually when i win this battle with customs and i do get a uh, really tall mike's um design shirt um, we've had we've had a, an interview with uh, was it Dimitri from VChain today? Um, so we are talking with VChain about potentially doing some stuff with clothing, right? Yeah, we're we're looking at maybe mixing up some physical goods with some digital goods. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. interesting to say the least. So. Um, we'll keep you guys up to date on how those conversations progress over time. Um, Nick and myself have just got to figure out how we want to to do that, right? Yeah, exactly. So watch that space. We've got some pretty cool things lining up, I think. We have, we've got some awesome things lining up. But yeah, time will tell. 
Um, what else we got here? Um, is it Chris two on the shirt? That it, is my it, face. It is Chris's face, uh, unfortunately. As uh, promised, right? Because <laughs> we don't forget, right? Like we promised this what at fifty thousand subscribers. So, um, yeah, we deliver. We deliver. Just like when we say, you know, we want to build generational level wealth, we're gonna deliver because that's what we do. Um, right? Okay. What else we got here? Um, <laughs> Poker night, lads. Mm -hmm. Love it. <clears throat> um opinions on the elrond decks what's your opinions nick yeah i i think um i think it's going to be pretty good what's your thoughts yeah i you know i was looking at it um before we went live actually um really impressed with with what elrond are doing um we were impressed when we first looked at it back in 2020 weren't we nick and um you know we FOMO'd in after doing our research and um talked about it literally the same day that we we got into it and i think it was what 18 dollars a coin something along those lines um but we get into so many projects so it's difficult to always tell right um it was around those sort of figures and uh yeah, we tell you guys right away because that's just how we roll and uh, we don't hold on and talk about it and pump the price up um but yeah, like, not that we could back then. We probably had like uh, 10,000 subscribers. Um, but, you know, like, it's a fantastic project. They delivered against everything that they've they've been promising, right? And um, seeing the decks, the, the launch pad now as well, um, it's all sort of coming together at just the right time. Um, I think there were some unrealistic price expectations really early on, um, which I think we infuriated some of the... Uh, the holders of, of the token at the time. Um, but, you know, I think that's part of parcel. I think you've got to be realistic. I think over the course of the, the last 12 months, Nick, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, you know, we haven't been too wrong. I, I think we've we've been right a lot of the time with, like, the, the price aspirations that people should have had, particularly for, for Elrond, when people are talking, like, $10,000. I think you've just got to, you know, I think it will get there. I just don't think it's going to be this cycle right and um you know time will tell right but um yeah a solid project doing doing really good things um it'd be interesting to see how the the mex token performs i like the idea of the liquidity pools i do post an awful lot of updates in the discord group so um do um follow the link that's in the description of the live stream um, and pop over and join us over there because we have groups for a few of the different projects that we're invested in elrond being one of them um and literally as soon as they drop something i'm normally putting it in in the uh discord as well as many of the the members do as well to be fair so yeah what are your thoughts nick anything you want to add yeah i mean obviously you know really do like um you know what's going on with elrond and i do think the uh the dex is going to be a key component going forward as well so yeah, I think um, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, lots going on for VeChain. We're expecting big things from VeChain. We're looking to drop the video on Tuesday morning, aren't we, Nick? Yes, uh, ten o'clock. Uh, we're going to do the drop that VeChain interview. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Lots of exciting things, um, and you will know on Tuesday as to why we're dropping it at that time. Um, but yeah, like. Um, 
we talk about quite a few things like China um, and China's ban on crypto and all that sort of stuff that people really seem to be interested in, worried about, concerned about. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a fantastic interview, right? And um, I think people are going to enjoy it. So um, do watch it um you know make some time available i will put it down as like a premiere video so people can schedule to watch it and you know, put a reminder in or whatever the option is on youtube um so do 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 that i think it's um definitely one to watch for sure um what else we got here um <clears throat> where is ada where is ada absolutely everywhere it's completely decentralized exactly <laughs> so so yeah whereas you know it's 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 everywhere um but yeah there's uh there's a few coins on here on this uh live stream uh actually we got a really tall mike has super chatted us chris we might have missed that one um okay. agix or sdow airdrop versus dinosets can't decide it's a really tough one what's your thoughts <laughs> oh. um I find that these questions are just stupid. well, they're they're constructed to really make you think. They they really are. I think I know like, where I go. Do do I have to choose? Like <laughs> I yeah, like I'll be in Switzerland here and sit on the fence. But um, I think potentially Estal. Personally, Interesting. I was going to go the other way. Um, and that's because dinosets, I feel, you don't necessarily have to jump on them straight away. I think that there's mm. always going to be opportunities to get into the dinosets, but the opportunity for the airdrop is, you know, actually tighter kind of timeline. So I think that um, getting going in for the, the AGIX, going for the uh, the airdrops is probably where I would go um, and then do the S, uh, SDAO um, and dinosets later. Would... Yeah, like I don't think there's a, a right or a wrong answer. Because, like, on the flip side of that, what happens if Estelle's price gets away? Oh, I know, I know, yeah. Because we know, we know how good the project is and we know where it's heading, right? Like, you know, and that's not because we talk to the team. That's because we look at everything that they're, they're fundamentally doing, right? And uh, not to say that AGIX isn't doing the same, because it is. But, you know, like, I just look at how unlucky I am, right? Like, people will probably laugh at that and probably think that, you know, you're, you're not unlucky. And, you know, I guess it's, you know, what lens you look through, right? But, you know, if I sell something, you know, the next day it's going up in price. Like, that's <laughs> the sort of luck that I'm talking about, right? Like, generally in life, I'm lucky, right? Um, and I think you make your own luck. You know, this is, you know, your decision making, the people that you surround yourself with, um, and the decisions that you make and how well thought out they are. But overall, like, if I sell something, I know it's going up the next day. So I know that if I had a choice, and I'm fortunate not to have to make this choice, but if I had to choose between one of those, I'd make the wrong decision. So go with what Nick says. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it. No, to be fair, I don't think you can, generally, I don't think you're going to go wrong, no matter which way you, you go. No. Um, personally, I would go for the airdrops, um, and then I'd get into the SDAO later. But that's just my personal preference. Likewise, Chris is the other way around. He he would prefer to just go straight to the dinosaurs. It is what it is, um, and hopefully, yeah, and, you know, and, you... and you've you've got that that flip side of like sometimes, like with a bear market, you know, there could be the release of tokens, and then you know when people are, are vesting, you know, they or, or not vesting depending on the project, you know, you see the the sell off at the beginning, right? So 
you know, there's there's an argument to, to be had there that you could get into SDAO but still get into the the, the projects that are airdropped, um, but pay for them at you know a reasonable price. So yeah, I guess it, it depends on how you look at it, but I don't think you can go wrong either way. Sorry to talk over you. No, that's all right, fine. Um, so a couple things I've seen in the live chat. One, don't know if it's already been asked, but is the shirt going on sale? Um, probably we'll do something with VeChain, we'll do something with blockchain, we'll do something with ENFTs maybe. Watch yeah, so look, look, right, like if we're going to do something, we want it to to be really, really good. I think, you know, like the history of this channel and some of the decision-making from my side probably hasn't been the best. I look at some of the NFTs that we did with with Harmony, um, where it kind of rushed, weren't they, Nick, to get them out there wasn't really any thought behind it we've gone and done merch and i think the merch is you know we, we've we've played around with different suppliers and stuff like that and we, i think i'm happy with the, the the quality of the the suppliers and the and the, the merchandise now but actually how can we how can we make it better how can we give more value um, and we were actually talking about yeah maybe auctioning the the shirt with an nft for example like a one of one um you know, verifiable on the blockchain through V chain, for example. Um, you know, that would be good. But like for ultimately for me, it's about let's do things with quality. We talked about like having a project, um, a coin, a token. But if we're gonna do this sort of stuff, we don't wanna be we don't wanna fall into that narrative, I guess, is is probably where I'm heading with me rambling on like this. Um, that people talk about if it's a YouTuber that set up a project, stay clear of it. Like we don't want that narrative here. We want to to build something that's going to bring value um, to the community, right? Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. No, that's exactly it. And you know, we can dabble with lots of different things, uh, be that you know, V chain and you know, uh, ENFTs or NFTs, which is why we haven't done a huge amount in the world of NFTs. A, we don't fully understand the art aspect of it. Uh, we fully understand NFTs, but not the the current kind of climate of NFTs and that kind of culture that goes with it. And um, so we haven't really jumped into those kind of things or jumping on those fads like you see so many other YouTubers kind of doing. Um, and if we are going to create a project, we want that project to be you know outstanding. We want it to be to be the best project that that we can you know create that adds significant value and improves people uh, people's lives for the better, right? So uh, that's why you haven't really seen that thing kind of take off in any way just yet. But we are working on things in the background we are trying to edge ever so closer to uh to executing on some some ideas yeah for sure and i think um we will probably auction off the shirt won't we nick like with a an nft um with another sort of um potential use case off the back of that so um we'll see how the conversations and everything go but everything um has been really positive so far and everything that we're talking about is possible um you know from a financial standpoint and everything so um yeah just um yeah stay stay tuned i really wanted a really tall mike's um shirt to turn up to be honest um so we will be doing stuff with that it will be wearing that um but yeah, we'll, we'll get that eventually once I win my battle with customs. <laughs> You're never going to win it, but anyway, I am going to win um, it. I'm going to win it. I've got I've got the 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 manufacturer of the shirt to to contact them. So we'll see where that ends up. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So what else is going on in here? We've got: Are we foreseeing a minor dip before blast off? Yes. 
Yes, I am. I'm thinking some coins have already reached those levels where they've then started to already move. Other coins are still waiting for that last little bit to kind of go. Uh, and then we should start to see some pretty good lift off. I reckon uh, we are very, very close to it. So watch that space, hodl, dollar cost average, whatever you need to do. Um, one of the worst things in my opinion, because that's all it is, I'm not a financial advisor, uh, but the worst thing in my opinion to do would be to sell under these circumstances, particularly right now. Um, and I am going to, because people were asking, where is Ada? I'm going to bring up the chart for Ada, Chris, because there's a good example of what I'm talking about here. Okay, so this is the weekly chart for Ada. Now, Ada in itself is a very sensitive subject right now, at least according to the comment section of our YouTube videos. Well, well not just that, even according to, to Charles himself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a sensitive subject. People are expecting more than... And maybe they, they they're just not patient enough. They're not waiting for for what actually has to happen to happen, right? Things take time, um, and you know it's not instantaneous, right? But that being said, you know we're not going to be talking about that sentiments. What's in the space right now for Ada? You know, ultimately we we want to be talking about why we want to be calm right now and why we do not want to panic sell our assets and. Uh, the easiest way for me to explain it is to show you the stochastic RSI on a weekly chart. It doesn't generally matter which coin you look at. They're very similar. Um, here we have Cardano, for example. And when we actually started this bull run back in March of 2020, we can see that the stochastic RSI was oversold heavily on this weekly chart. We can see the same thing when we got into the second wave correction, right, before we started to push up into the new year and we went into this overbought area. Then during wave four, we also saw a very similar situation where we're in that oversold area on that stochastic RSI. Right now, we're in a very similar position. We're in that oversold area on the stochastic RSI. Now we go back to the beginning of this bull run. What happened when we were in this oversold area where well, the stochastic moved up, but so did the price. We launched really high. We topped out with wave one. Same thing when we bottomed out with wave two, when we were in this oversold situation, we moved the stochastic up and we pushed the price of ADA, in this case, all the way to the upside, where we got some nice new all-time highs. We pulled back down into the oversold area. We moved the stochastic back up and we pushed up. Um, this was August, where we set another all-time high of $3.10. Not that I can draw arrows. Let me try that again. Let me draw an arrow live. There you go. Um, and then, obviously, where we are right now, what's the next thing that's going to happen? The stochastic on this weekly chart is going to rise. And it is going to bring with it price discovery, okay? And we're going to be heading to these areas. Um, but, you know, you've got to be patient. These things are not something that happens instantaneously. In the case of Cardano here, we do have to wait for things to finally catch up, right? The smart contracts went live, but the Pluto's application backend is lagging behind. It hasn't yet been uh, issued. And that is an issue overall for everyone who is building projects, right? It's not the projects that are... Uh, delaying launching okay it's the basically the smart contracts that they have to write everything into them at the moment the plutus application backend means that you can standardize a lot of the stuff and these less work for the developers they don't have to write a whole smart contract from scratch every single time they can use the uh, plutus application backend or the plutus i'm just going to call it plutus um to basically do the majority of the smart contract work standardization wise for them and then they can just customize it ahead and therefore that's what you're waiting for you're not waiting for the projects to launch you're waiting for uh, the developers at cardano to actually get this thing sorted out so that they can launch it once it's launched all those applications are going to be launching with it 
And right now we're in a very fantastic position seeing that really low stochastic RSI and of course, you know, priming ourselves for a big launch to the upside. Now, obviously this is not just related to Cardano. We can take a look at some of these coins. Now this one here is actually already up there, right? Um, Harmony One has been pumping quite nicely from this lower area. It didn't actually had a significant pullback. We set some all time highs and we're hovering around here. And I do expect this to continue, okay? I reckon we're gonna continue to kind of bounce around up here for the rest of the year. We might actually wipe this out and come all the way down to the bottom without actually doing any damage to the price. So we'll watch that one. Uh, when we go into something like uh, XRP, you can see that we're tracking down nicely here as we trade sideways. Heavily, um, I don't want to say manipulated, it's not manipulated, but obviously with everything going on with XRP, it's definitely a different scenario. But again, you can take a look at all these low areas when we're oversold and what happens after them. Uh, we go into a different coin like Ethereum, for example. We're already up here and that's because we haven't had a significant pullback. We go into Bitcoin and you can see that we're up here. So for the most part, we are basically just waiting for this thing to kind of get ready for that next step to the upside, that launch. Take a look at VeChain, we're already up there. We take a look at something that's pumping right now as well. Um, trying to find it, a VAX, for example. We're up in that overbought area. Okay, so ultimately what we're waiting for now is this last little kind of correction to finish off this last ABC on those smaller timeframes, uh, which actually then equate to the bigger picture and then it's launch, right? And uh, anyone who follows some of the stuff I've been doing with Bitcoin, um, in terms of Bitstamp, and we actually take a look at it from a, a bigger perspective uh, across multiple years. Let me actually just get rid of that for a second. Um, you will, will be aware if anyone's watching these videos that I've done on Bitcoin will know what this is and obviously the breakdown of the different bull runs. Um, and there's the possibility that actually Bitcoin peaks by 1,470 days, which would marry what with uh, the previous bull run. It can, of course, overextend, etc., etc. But this is not far away. This would put it at the 20th of December. Um, again, it might go a little bit longer depending on what's going on. But we are getting very, very close towards the end. But we are not there yet. And again, the Guardian channel helps us understand what's a bull run and what's a bear market. Right now, we're actually tracking quite nicely to the upside. Definitely don't wanna be selling under these kind of situations that we can see occurring in the charts and the data. And so, yeah, for me, Cardano is a very good example of what's going on right now in terms of being so overbought, uh, sorry, oversold. And what happens once you actually get all those kind of things lined up nicely, ready for that launch to the upside. Cardano is probably one of the, the assets that had has had the hardest hit. Uh, in terms of correction for a long period of time. It's definitely reduced that stochastic into a really, really low area. And um, we should be looking for a good launch to the upside in the coming kind of days uh, or say weeks. Uh, anything else you want to add on, on that kind of side of things, Chris? Right, I'm going to say it's going to be bold. I'm expecting an all-time high for Cardano in those weeks, Nick. Yes. Yeah, just to be really clear with people, right? And, uh, you know... <laughs> when we get these these pullbacks right like because it's, it's it's nice today to see a little bit of green although it's going to be short-lived we believe yeah um to see some some green after being told it's it's, it's a bear market now <laughs> it's a bear market like you're wrong um you know for for me it's nice to see some green <laughs> on on there and um yeah ultimately um how many how many times do we have to say something uh, and, and be accurate in in how it sort of comes out um over time before people start to just actually not question it um yeah you know, for me yeah i mean um a couple of things on here cardano market cap already so high 
Um, I'm sorry, Joe, but market cap isn't, it, it doesn't matter uh, it, so much. It's a notion of value. It's not actually representing value. Um, it is basically your last sold price of ADA multiplied by the circulating supply. Um, that does not give you any indication of value. It just basically means that if you were to liquidate it instantaneously, then that's how much money it would take to liquidate it. It doesn't tell you uh, how much value is actually locked up in, in that asset, right? It's not how much liquidity is there. Um, it's not going to help you with any of that. It's definitely no barrier to price discovery. Market cap will only do one thing, um, and that is kind of try to rank things uh, you know, comfortably for humans' minds to understand, right? But actually, it's completely false because you can't liquidate an asset all in one go. Uh, there's significantly less money in a project than the market cap represents. And um, it's very misguiding if you don't understand what what it's representing and what it, it what it actually is used for. So market cap doesn't matter uh, in terms of price discovery, right? It's good to kind of rank crypto assets, um, but it doesn't help you with understanding whether or not something's going to push higher or lower. Now we talk about ten dollar ADA quite a lot on the channel, right? And um, now the if Cardano goes to $10, then you would be expecting Ethereum to go significantly higher than what it is currently today, right? And obviously, market cap, just sense of keeping it simple, uh, you know, would grow with it. Everything rises together. Um, so for a $30, uh, a $10 ADA, you're talking about a $300 billion market cap, which is smaller than Ethereum right now. Uh, but Ethereum would obviously be significantly higher too. So it's very, very possible. And it doesn't require $300 billion to go into Cardano, to be very clear. It requires very uh, reasonable sums of money to go into to Cardano to actually generate a $300 billion market cap, right? Because it's not the money flowing into a project, right? We have to understand what market cap is and what market cap is not. Um, so yeah, don't try not to get too confused on that one. Market cap is, is useful to a degree, um, but it's definitely not going to be um, representing the amount of money in a project. It does not represent a barrier to price discovery. Uh, it only represents the... Uh, price it's, it's the best way i can say it is literally just price yeah it's the last last price sold it's the last price sold yeah multiplied by the exactly coins that. it's 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 really it's unfortunate people really um don't understand it don't understand it and, and it really can be misguiding um but it, it cannot be used uh to discuss uh, to, to kind of be used as a, a barrier to price discovery uh in any way shape or form it's not sophisticated it's a very very basic calculation yeah hopefully that clears that up for people it probably doesn't not everybody but the majority it will um ada is like uh is next xrp um well you know even if it is i think xrp is going to do wonderfully well so um ultimately I, I don't really i don't really care if it if it is you know ultimately xrp will be xrp uh regardless of the sec lawsuit and uh you know if uh the sec um you know behave the way that they they currently behave um and work as poorly as they they demonstrate in court with their their law uh, lawyers and stuff then um i don't think xrp have got anything to worry about xrp holders that is you know ripple are going to be just fine um they're already doing more and more business um you know, as you know as the year goes on right um okay moving on um what else have we got here anything you shout up if you see anything nick that catches your eye here so yeah there's another one so ben so does that mean that vet uh, to be one dollar would uh 
not need to have 64 billion market cap correct it would have it would have 64 billion dollar market cap but it wouldn't take 64 billion dollars to flow into it for it to actually reach that um it would take significantly less uh, as you say down there maybe 20 billion yeah so it might be something as small as that it all depends on what's actually available on exchanges versus what's held privately um, out of circulating supply I and mean, in the case of vchain uh, the enterprises that utilize the technology um, they're incentivized to basically hold VET to earn V4. The V4 pays for the transactions on the network. Um, and obviously, it takes millions upon millions of VET to be held to um, generate enough V4 for their purposes. So uh, I would imagine that actually there's already a significant squeeze on the circulating supply. You don't necessarily see it from coin market cap very well. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't take a lot of money to flow into um yeah, V chain to really get that needle moving either. Um, twenty billion, you probably wouldn't be half wrong. I'd probably say let's play it safe and call it thirty billion would probably get you up to that dollar level. I would have thought. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's very much like that. Um, so hopefully that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, hopefully. And um, you know, like, is you know, is it possible for for V chain to end up with the the you know same or very similar market cap to, to Cardano. Well, the the simple answer for that is uh, once the you know the the POA uh, 2.0 is fully um, you know distributed on, on the ecosystem, um, yeah, it is because it's scalable, secure, it's green. One of one of if not the most um, you know uh, carbon neutral, uh, good for the environment blockchain, right? Um, much more superior than the many others out there right um so you know it's it's got a lot of things going for it lots of backing lots of big businesses um around the world so truly global not centralized in china like a lot of people will have you believe um you know it's it's solid tech that has got multiple use cases and um you know it, it, there's a reason why VeChain is my biggest investment in this space. And when I say it's the biggest investment, it was the biggest lump of cash I've put on a single project in this yeah. this space, right? At less than half a cent, if I remember correctly, right? So why would I do that? Like I've made healthy, healthy profits in, in this this bull cycle. Um, you know, like and, and VeChain is part of that but it isn't anywhere near where it's where it's going yet yeah no absolutely i think um watch that space and you know it's got big players in it right you know pwc uh dnvgl and you know walmart that's the name i couldn't think of for a second there walmart h&m bmw renault the list goes on and on i'm not going to go on about it for forever right but um the idea is that uh it's backed by absolute behemoths in the world okay and um chances are they're not going to be bmw renault like the list goes on i could talk about and the caliber and like we talk about investments and looking at the team but the caliber of people that work in this team is on another level we talk about this with singularity um as a family group right like with ben uh dr ben gertz or Marcello and so on, right? Like, you know, you could say the same about XRP. You you, you look at the team, yeah. And I'm not talking about like that, just the the CEOs, the very top people. I'm talking about like going 
layer after layer after layer and looking at the people that they've got in those, those teams, right? There's a reason why we got into it at like less than half a cent, right? We got into Ada at less than 10 cent. We got into Matic less than 10 cent. We got into Harmony less than half a cent. We got into Anchor at less than a cent. I think it might have even been half a cent, Nick. Um, Zilliqa, very similar prices. The list goes on and on and on, right? And um, this is the beauty of, you know, being sort of, in this community with us on like the likes of discord following the the you know the videos on on youtube and that sort of stuff because when this ball cycle is over nick and myself are gonna basically go right back to the beginning and start afresh yeah and don't get me wrong some of these projects will still be in our portfolio because we didn't perhaps get our price targets or these are just such immense projects that they're going to be around in four or five years time that actually we're just going to accumulate more and we're going to sort of help people understand how to do that really well in a bear market and bear market is where generational level wealth is going to be made for the next bull run yep absolutely so if you're, you're hearing what i'm saying stick with us in the bear run uh in the in the, the bear market right after this bull cycle um even if you're left holding some bags because there are going to be people that are left with you know, unrealistic price expectations for this cycle. Not really wanting to hold their bags, but left with them and not really knowing where to go, perhaps selling at a loss. And we don't want people to sell at a loss if they can help it, because um, the next cycle is just going to be immense. Yeah, never panic uh, as well. So if you do miss the top and you do see things crumbling down, uh, the best thing to do is not panic because everything bounces. And we'll go through that in the bear market. Um, so apparently I was drawing shrooms, really tall, Mike. Yeah, my arrows are not the best. I'm not going to lie. I don't draw very good arrows, but uh, now all I can see is mushrooms on the screen. So there you go. I appreciate that one. <laughs> uh, there, was, there was a couple of, of questions that I do want to just uh, explain why we haven't answered them. So a price prediction on Crow and mm. a price prediction on Evai um, token. So because both of uh, the, the teams for those particular um, cryptocurrencies the sponsors of the show um we're not to to do sort of price predictions on those um so unfortunately we can't answer those no but if you uh do follow my technical analysis you can sign up to trading view and apply some of it and you'll get some pretty interesting ideas because obviously i do look at it i'm just not allowed to talk about it yeah exactly um which is unfortunate when some of them are going on tears, right? It's um, also why you don't see that many YouTubers talking about Crypto.com's CRO token, because most of them are actually contracted by Crypto.com. <laughs> yeah, some are. Like, I don't know how many, but yeah, like, you know, there's there's a, a lot of um, sponsorship going on with, with Crypto.com at the moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, they're doing amazing things. The one thing, well, one or two things I can say is their Visa card... Uh, where you earn crypto or crow back um, on your purchases. Like it takes a bit of getting used to, to make it like a habit to top it up and use it rather than using like your bank card, but it is super easy to do. And I tell you what, I'm enjoying the staking rewards. I'm enjoying the, the, the crow that I'm earning whenever I do my everyday purchases. I think you spent like two grand the other day and got what 199 crow back. I bought a car on my card, um, obviously the videos on on the channel. Um, so that was 40 grand for for the car. I got over 7,000 crow back, you know, and obviously that 7,000 
Crow is far far more valuable than when I bought the car. So you know, it's a, a appreciating um, cashback reward basically. So um, really enjoying all of that. And um, you know, if you're you're interested in um, sort of you know the debit card and and you know making a I guess some some actual gains on your everyday purchases. There's a link in the description. What is it, Nick? Is it like twenty dollars? I think you get twenty five dollars to get you kick started when you sign up for um, one of the debit cards. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, I, I would you know encourage people to to do it. You you know you get twenty five dollars worth of uh, USD to to get started. Um, obviously, you have to um, is it delegate your you know some crow to to you know pick the card that you want and all that sort of uh, jazz um but you know it, it is a fantastic way to to get some some additional crow um that you can build up over time just amazing yeah it really is it's uh it's really good if you're just for everyday expenses obviously we've had big things such as like buying a car or sorting out the kitchen here and um, but even to just upgrading my monitor here uh with with some new tech for example, putting that on the card and earning a decent, um, you know, cash back on an appreciating asset is uh, it is fantastic. So spending limit on Crow is very poor. I disagree with that because um, I, I just said I bought a forty grand car. Um, we had to do it on two cards, but that was that was okay. There was no unless you're spending like thirty grand uh, a month. Um, then maybe you can consider it poor, but um, the average person isn't spending 30, 30k a month. Mm. So, you know, for me, I've, uh, you know, it, it's been solid and uh, I'm definitely enjoying performance of the asset at the minute. Fantastic. So, Chris, we have been going for just over an hour. So, I think we're probably going to have to wrap up the stream and, mm-hmm. um, you know, wish everyone has a fantastic weekend and then we'll obviously come back again on Monday. What do you think? Yeah, sounds like a plan, Nick. Fantastic. Everyone enjoy your weekends. Yeah, so guys, if you have found this useful, informative, maybe, maybe even entertaining, uh, whilst I was showing you my wonderful portfolio, then uh, hit that like button. We really do appreciate that. If you happen to be new to the channel, then why not go ahead and subscribe? Tap that bell, select all notifications, and in doing so, you will be kept up to date with at least three videos as long as youtube sends those notifications out a day um and obviously if you do go down to the uh, subscription feed you'll find everything that we do down there and on the channel page do also join us on discord there's a growing community down there and um you know it's we're in there pretty much every single day so you can fire questions at us and we can help answer any any questions we've got a fantastic group of uh, moderators down there as well who help answer questions as well so it's a quite a growing and f- uh, vibrant community down there so do join us on discord completely free if you're a member you can of course synchronize your youtube or your patreon uh, accounts to discord and you'll get access to the member only sections as well um so why not come and join us on discord we'd love to have you there uh, with all this said done and out of the way i hope everyone has a fantastic day and we'll catch you all in the next one yeah take care